Hello, friends. I am coming to you from a residence in Greenwich, Connecticut, where a holiday market is being held. This is our Christmas special, and I'm being joined by Linda Garnett, who is my friend and also was a guest last year on the podcast. She is a consultant for Black River Caviar, and she has her fabulous caviar here, as well as many other vendors who are here today as well. But I wanted to sit down and talk to Linda about holiday traditions, and I also have a gift guide. So I thought Linda was kind of the perfect person to speak to today. So welcome, Linda. It's so great to be here with you. Thank you, Karen. It's nice to be in person. Last year, we were looking at each other via screens. <laughs> That's I don't right. think I had a voice either. So <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I know. We're both we're both healthy this year. This is fantastic. Touch wood. I'm knocking Touch on my head. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't <laughs> test fate. Yeah. But it's so festive in here. It's so gorgeous. And I love this time of year. I do too. I absolutely do too. This old farmhouse makes me always, it has a real Christmassy feel to it. It really does. I'm going to post these these photos on Instagram, but there's a Christmas tree and the mantle is decorated and it's just there's it's nice and crisp the air. So, yeah. Makes me think of all those great Christmas traditions, which is what I wanted to discuss. So, what is it like or what was it like growing up for you? Some of the Christmas traditions in your home, both food and decorating. So I would say, and it's fun to be in this dining room, but because, and I'll tell you, I, growing up, um, caviar, that's where I first met caviar was Christmas Eve. And we had a neighbor who lived across the street who lived in a very old farmhouse. And the dining room um, was lovely, like this one that I'm sitting in right now. And uh, there was always a big tin of caviar. We would go after sort of the late church service on Christmas Eve and we would go and there'd be this huge tin of caviar and maybe some smoked salmon and all sorts of other things and I remember being very little and my mother saying oh no 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 you're not gonna like that and I said well I want to try it and of course that was I think I can't remember I was so little I can't remember how old I was when I started to love it but it was something that was very special and it was always just for Christmas Eve. Yes, I actually remember that as well. There were there were friends of ours in Greenwich, here in Greenwich, who had a huge Christmas party. And I always looked forward to that as well because they had a big spread of, I think there were oysters and smoked salmon and, of course, the caviar. And that, that was definitely a hit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think we had refined taste buds at an early age. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, now I meet people and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't like it, but our six-year-old does. Oh, yes. And I'm like, oh, that's probably not who you want to be giving it to well you do you might not not want to give it to them but that's a pretty expensive uh, that's palette. right <laughs> I know start them young oh my goodness so do you start decorating are you decorated yet? so your house I start decorating a little well I kind of feel like it's early although I guess compared to the rest of the world it isn't um <laughs> the rest of the United States for that matter um I start decorating right after Thanksgiving um and Part of that is because this is my really busy time of the year, so I take any opportunity that I have a free moment the minute Thanksgiving is done to start putting up some Christmas decorations and, you know, all of that, but uh, because I'm so busy traveling right now. Um, That's right. And actually, funnily enough, even before I started doing this, my daughter, um, she used to have the Monday after Thanksgiving off because the school she went to in New York City would spend that day decorating the school for Christmas, and... So she and I would spend that day decorating our 
apartment. Oh, so, wonderful. Yeah, so that was always something. We'd get in the car to drive back from our friends in Washington. We'd blast Christmas music the entire way back on <laughs> the Sunday after Thanksgiving, or Monday after Thanksgiving, and then decorate the apartment when we got home. That's so fun. I do that as well. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I actually get the tree. I've been doing it. I remember living in Los Angeles, and I think I had a convertible at the time, and putting the tree in the back, <laughs> sticking out, and just taking advantage of the moment. I think it really kind of sets the tone for the the spirit of the holidays coming up. And Absolutely. I personally don't want to hear anything about Christmas before then. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, no, no songs, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Yes. But the day after Thanksgiving, I feel like it, we're in good shape then at yeah. that point. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, and what about in terms of, are you doing any holiday baking or special cooking? So... I would love to be a baker, um, and it's not in my wheelhouse. I'm really good at cooking. I love to cook, um, but I do try to find some simple recipes that incorporate gingerbread or molasses, all those wonderful sort of cloves, anything that smells Christmassy. Right. So I found a I found a cake that I might try to make, and then we also. Um, have a tradition of making sticky toffee pudding. My husband's English. Oh, so, and my daughter delicious. loves it. We got her to eat it when she was little by telling her it was chocolate cake. Um, <laughs> of course, there's no chocolate in it at all. No. Um, and I actually, funnily enough, I should go back. I did actually try making, I've tried making um, Christmas pudding, which is, again, another English tradition. Right. Um, which you make about six weeks before Christmas. So we'll see. We're going to have some store-bought backups because it could be a total disaster. <laughs> You never know. My boys love it too. I've made sticky toffee pudding, not for Christmas, but yeah, we have the, the, my mom will get the whiskey cake. Usually the day, Christmas day, we'll have that for dessert, but I've been busy baking all our family recipes, um, the Danish cookies, the Springerly, and and then those are so good. The aniseed and yeah, I just I love I love the idea of baking cookies. I just I want I, I want to go to someone's house and have them tell me what to do, and I'd bake cookies with them. Next year, you're going to come over a day early. Okay, <laughs> we'll bake those cookies. That is a date. We'll I'm, roll them out, and oh, yeah. <laughs> they're so easy. But and then the ginger cookies, and it's fun because my boys have. I've gotten them into the tradition of doing this as well, and they ask, and they'll say, oh, are you making the ginger ones or whichever ones I'm making? So, And it's fun to, to give those away, the chocolate fudge. I tried the English fudge. It turned out more like candy, so okay. <laughs> still looking for that recipe. But. <laughs> uh, so what about, what about actual Christmas Day? Are you cooking? Uh, yes, so we're cooking. We've got actually... I think we've, we're up to 12 people right now. That could go down. It could go up. But yeah, we're going to cook. And you know, every year we sort of go back and forth. And quite often, because the English tradition at Christmas is to have turkey, we quite often have turkey a second time. Um, but I think this year we're going to do something different. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I, 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 TBD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of depends on how many people come. Exactly. Yeah. And and how one feels, I think, yes. <laughs> as it gets closer. Absolutely. It seems so hectic these days. I can hear it's bustling. The holiday market is beginning. So I'd love to jump into, I have a great gift guide this year, which is on the website cultivatedbykaren.com. And of course, it's featuring the Black River Caviar. So Linda, I know you have a special code for our for new customers. Correct? Yes, I do. Um, if you use Linda15 in checkout, you'll get 15% off. 
fantastic, fantastic. And as you said in our podcast last year, you said it's not just for special occasions. Caviar is really, I mean, I feel like meals have become an experience or dinner parties and caviar can be... Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that if you go to someone's house that it's sort of just a, you know, a random Saturday in February and they've got some caviar, it just, it elevates it and it just gives it a little, makes it special. It does. Um, And so, you know, we are fortunate because we're Southern Hemisphere, our production is all year round. Um, So we really, we have, you know, we don't, we have a quiet season, Mm -hmm. but we don't really have a season where there's no, no production, which is wonderful. So, but, and we're seeing more and more people have it, you know, at parties in the summertime. Um, it's great for Easter, Mother's Day, you know, Father's Day, all those different holidays, but also just for a regular old evening where you want to have some friends over and treat them to something special. Absolutely. I know last, last February I was in Big Sky with mutual friends and we had some fabulous caviar. <laughs> Your caviar. It was ours. There, yeah. It was yours. <laughs> and it was just fun. It was like a special evening. We'd come back from skiing and, and hiking and it was, it was fantastic. So, so I highly recommend, of course, the Black River Caviar. And then we've got, I love life raft treats. I don't know if you've had those. No, I haven't. But there is a wonderful woman who creates these, pastry chef extraordinaire, and it's ice cream, but it's not ice cream treats. So I think their most famous one that they're known for, it looks like a bucket of chicken. Oh, I know exactly. I sent this to friends last year, and they loved it. They went crazy. They were like... They couldn't believe how it's fabulous it was. So delicious. My brother gave it to my kids when we were visiting in Florida and he sent it. And I looked at it and thought, oh, okay, is it, you know, kind of, is it worth the calories? Is it, is it going to be good? And it was out of this world. So that's a great one, like for families, just people. It's really good. It's worth it, worth every single bite. <laughs> totally. Yeah. My friends who I sent it to loved it. That one is so good. And then Knipsha Chocolates, he was a guest on the podcast. Actually, all these people were guests, which I love. I love their products. He is Danish, lives in Connecticut, and what an incredible chocolatier he is. The different flavors. So those are excellent. And Harlem Baking Company... Oh, my personal favorite. The yes. owner is a great friend of mine. It's yes. a special spot. Charles Devine, he's incredible. So you get these amazing desserts in a jar, and they're reusable and recyclable. And if you're local in New York, you can bring them, and I think he re- refills them as well or exchanges them. But Yeah, if you go to his restaurant, I think, and you bring, I don't know, maybe five or ten back you get a free empty jars you get a free dessert free jar they are so good I mean the tiramisu I remember telling him I mean it's hard to pick I think he has seven flavors it's hard to pick one but that one is unbelievable yeah I have some um friends who um have a you know their grandparents were are Italian and they're really particular about their tiramisu and they love his tiramisu yes oh my goodness And then the rounds. Have you had the rounds, the cookies? They're mostly savory and some are sweet. Although she's really, so the rounds are these amazing cookies. I mean, she has, they're to be served. Again, they would be perfect alongside your caviar. They've got, she has some with anchovies, some with cheddar and cheeses. That sounds amazing. They are delicious and they're all handmade. She's in Brooklyn. She has some sweet variations as well, uh, but she prefers the savory and what 
what a great story there. So those are a few of my favorites. And of course, we can't not mention the Lewis Sherry chocolates, which are friends. Yeah, I mean, that's ultimately how Karen and I know each other. Yes, absolutely. And what I love about about their chocolates is they come in these beautiful tins that you can, it's a gift. That's part of the gift, really. I mean, I have so many of those tins. They're so pretty. In fact, my son, every year we have them on the table at Christmas and he, every year he's like, are we going to have those tins with chocolate again? They're so pretty, mom. (laughs) And it's funny, like he's 17 years old. I mean, a boy. Yes. And he cares. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my, my children. Unfortunately, I think Audrey brought some and, and we looked in the tin one day and about five were missing. And I thought, no, or, or we'd bought some. <laughs> he thought she had brought them. And so we had to go buy some more. But <laughs> they're, they're very, very good. And then a few books that I want to mention. So The Delmonico Way by Max Tucci. Max has reopened Delmonico's in New York and has a fabulous book about sublime entertaining and it's just it's fabulous the history of delmonico's that's a great one a great gift for right now um another one is the cocktail party so mary giuliani who's in new york she has mary giuliani catering and events and she's incredible i think i asked you if you knew mary before i thought it seems like mary just knows everyone and and once you meet her she'll be a friend for life oh, but i'm looking forward to meeting her i hope i'll meet her i mean you know yes. caviar and cocktails go hand in hand oh i think so i think she'd love it but what i love about her book is that she there's so many great appetizers but she also teaches you how to make cocktails for one or cocktails for 20. She has all the calculations and how to throw a party and make it kind of stress-free, which is which I love. Yeah. We could all use totally. that. Totally. Yes. Totally. And I think the last book is there was a recent guest, uh Stacy May Yanfang, 50 Pies, 50 States. And that one is interesting. Have you heard of it? I have. I have I actually started to read a review and then I got distracted but it looked really interesting and it's each state's pie special pie yes she has a she has actually designed she didn't just take a recipe and kind of you know tweak it to her own to her own method she designed a pie for every single state oh so it's her design it's her design based on the states sort of what the state's known for yes well yes what the foods that they're known for even like the nutmeg state here connecticut and she said i didn't know it was the nutmeg state it's the nutmeg state but she also found out that it's um the snickerdoodle is the state's cookie which i had no idea okay And so she's made this snickerdoodle pie for Connecticut, and it has some nutmeg in it, of course. But that's so fun. I wonder what's. Do you know? Do you remember what New York says? New York, I believe she has a Brooklyn one. Some are savory; they're not okay. all sweet. But that one has smoked salmon. It's like the take on the bagel. Oh, fun! And I think actually the New York, New York, New York might be. Um, apple i think it's a a type of apple pie okay so anyway these are some great gifts it's all again on my website cultivatedbykaren.com and anyway it's such a pleasure to have you here today such a treat to see you so much fun to see you too karen this is great i know and i can't wait to check out these vendors and have a sip of this holiday spritz (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean cheers cheers to that happy holidays (laughs) happy holidays 
Have you ever wondered how confectionaries are made, how spirits are distilled, or how scallops are harvested? Well, I'm Karen Antonini, the host of the Cultivated by Karen show. Each week, we'll take you around the world from the shores of Nantucket to the hills of Donegal to the Douro Valley. Our guests share their inspiring journeys, recipes, tips, insights, and more. Find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, and Spotify. If you enjoy the show, please don't forget to subscribe and like. Follow us at Cultivated by Karen Show on Instagram. Thank you, friends and fellow food aficionados, for joining us today. I'd like to thank my producer, John Iannuzzi, Park City Productions. See you next time for more culture, cuisine, and comfort. Cultivated by Karen.